Hey, okay. what's going on, everybody? It's me, the Angry Challenger, once again, and I am sitting here with, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, guys, I'm the Dreaded Challenger. It's so nice to be talking to you today. I am so motivated. I am motivated as well. I'm always motivated. Well, not all the time. But that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what you can do to keep yourself motivated playing whatever game it is you're playing. Now, this could go for fighting games. Well, this is going to go for fighting games. Let, let's be honest. We're the new challengers. Yeah, that's what we do. We do fighting games. But what we want to talk about might help you in other aspects of your life. And if that happens, hey, good for you. You know, good for you. So Yeah, absolutely. To, to start it off, sometimes when you play games, you get kind of to a, like, a plateau. Now, this plateau might be a skill plateau, but sometimes you just get bored playing the game. But you want to keep playing. It's kind of like your mind is telling you, hey, I want to do something else. But at the same time, you're like, but I really want to get good at learning this cancel or getting this wave dash down or something like that. And you want to keep practicing. So we're going to talk about some techniques that we use to actually get out there and stay active and, you know, keep motivated to be better players. Absolutely. Just like with anything, sometimes... The motivation can come and go, but if you're de- if you want to be dedicated, you it's up to you to find that motivation. Uh, all right, so we're going to talk about some of the techniques we use to stay motivated. So what would what, what would you do, Dreaded? Well, here's the thing for me. Um, you know, let's just say after a particularly busy time in my life, and I put it back down, and you know, I want to pick it back up. I'd say the first thing is to connect with the people that I play it with. Community is why we do this podcast. Community is why we form the new challengers. So cut out some time to get with who you play with first and like do a first to 10 or do a first to five, make it competitive, get back into the scene. Uh, I know one of the things that keeps me motivated a lot is my intense and heated often on again rivalry with the angry challenger. Uh, We have logged many first to threes, first to fives, first to tens, and getting those victories is very, very exciting. Why we you play the game? So, if they're there, you definitely want to jump back in com- competition with your biggest rivals. That's what kept uh, Ken Masters in the game. It, it, it's what keeps keeps Saget going strong even into his fifties. You know the rivalry. So find your rival or the closest thing to it and get together. Try to keep that fire alive that way. For me, it's. Uh... It's pretty much the same thing. Having a community really helps. If you yourself playing alone cannot push yourself to go the limit and stay in the game, a good thing that you can do is go to someone else. You know, have them come at you with different characters or change it up a little bit. Try playing a different character. Go to tutorial mode, play as a different character, play a different game. Step back for a bit. If you just keep hitting something over and over and over again, it's going to get boring. So take, take a step back, maybe play a new character, maybe play a new game, like a new fighting game. I was playing a lot of Street Fighter Cross Tekken, you know, when it first came out in the new Challengers here. We left Street Fighter 4 alone for a very long time, but then we went back to it, and it felt fresh, it felt new, we had new things. It was a lot, it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it's well chronicled on this podcast. I took a, uh, I took a crash course in Tekken, so I went from a mainly Street Fighter and Street Fighter Cross Tekken to straight Tekken. Which the challenge of that, 
the challenge of picking up a new game with different mechanics and just completely different, but wanting to attain the same level of proficiency in a new game kind of lit my fire again. And, uh, you know, I was learning, it, it got me back into a learning mode where it's like, I need to research this and I need to research that. It was one game, you know, with Street Fighter, even though I am not even going to pretend like I know everything about it. It kind of felt like that way to me. You know, I had my three characters and I felt like I knew all their moves and all their setups or whatever, even though I did. So when I got to Tekken and I had to learn all over again, I had to like have someone teach me and have to look up combo videos and look up forums and learn how to move and learn how to build combos and all that. Well, when I went back, because I want to play Street Fighter again, it felt fresh, but it also gave me that learning attitude. Like there is so much for more for me to learn. There's so many ways I can optimize my combos. There's so much different ways I can be moving and not jumping and that kind of stuff. So switching switching games, although uh, some people can say that it can be a distraction for you to, uh, if you go from one, you know, if you have multiple games, it might prevent you from getting really good at one. But to stay motivated, it's good to hop in and out because it gives you different, you know, a fresh viewpoint and it gives you that learning mentality again. I know it helped me when we went from uh, Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter Cross Tekken to Blaze Blue, because I had a lot of problems in Street Fighter Cross Tekken landing links because, you know, the, the chaining system in that game, boost combos, are very easy to get into if you don't time your links right. It's kind of like, in a way, it's a safety net, but at the same time, you can just wreck your combo, you don't get the most optimized damage, and they get more healable health, but in Blaze Blue... I had to learn how to do jump cancel. I had to learn how to do all these cancels and stuff. When I went back to Street Fighter Cross Tekken, I was able to apply my boost combos when I had to. And at the same time, I was getting all my cancels that I needed to as well. It's kind of strange that uh, Blaze Blue, a game that has so many like rapid chains, actually helped me with my timing. Persona 4 Arena also helped me a lot when I was, tr- when was playing that game. And like, like Dredd had said before, the other games can be a distraction. If, if you sit there and you play hours and hours and hours worth of Persona 4 Arena, and then you immediately go to Street Fighter 4, you might try to do Persona 4 Arena things in Street Fighter 4 real quick. That being said, I wasn't really playing those games to get to a higher level. I was playing those games to keep up with my fellow challengers, and because they were fun and to do cool combos, and they were, you know, they were really good games... I wasn't playing those games like I play Street Fighter Cross Tekken and like go online and really get that BP. That's really up to you all what you want to devote the most of your time with. But I find that going from different games like playing Street Fighter Cross Tekken then playing Skullgirls and playing Chaos Code helps keep those games fresh in my mind. Yeah, I'm on. Playing new games can kind of light that fire for that co- the feel of competition. Just Just playing a new character in the same game might give you some of that fresh understanding too. You don't have to go out and spend a whole bunch of money trying to buy all these games. You you know, there's 44 characters in Street Fighter 4. There's at least 16 characters in a, in a good fighting game. So, you know, there's so many different ways to switch it up yeah. uh, and keep that keep it feeling fresh and motivating. And on the subject of motivation, uh, this is from my own personal experience, you've got to learn the difference between being motivated in a game that you want to play or anything really in self-discipline now motivation for me comes from like external sources other things but self-discipline is just my desire 
to just get good at the game, regardless of how I feel. Now, if you want to take that into your gaming, you want to be serious into gaming, like if you really want to be competitive tournament-wise, you're going to have to rely more on your own self-discipline than simply being motivated in the game. Because motivation wanes, it goes and it comes, but if you actually want to get in that tournament, if you want to be the next EVO champ, heaven help you. Because <laughs> Momochi is ridiculous. <laughs> if you want to be the next EVO champion, you're going to have to have self-discipline. So... For me, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, fitness, my job, I need self-discipline for those things because I'm going to take those things a bit more seriously. But just to stay motivated to play fighting games, yeah, go out there, play something different. Keep it fresh. Don't get caught up playing the same character and wondering why can't you do this, you don't want to do it anymore. When you feel like you need to quit, it's a game. Go ahead and quit. But if you don't want to quit, if you really want stick to stick it to the man... Get online and get that BP. Got to find that motivation somehow. Got to be self-disciplined. Absolutely. And what Angry said right there segues beautifully into my next way, and specifically in fighting games, to staying motivated is a little thing I like to call network battle. Playing online. Let's just say you don't have a scene. You don't have your rival there uh, with you. Let's just say he's somewhere across the Atlantic, he or she. And you can't play it regularly as you can. There's this wonderful new invention uh, called the internet, of which you are using to listen to this, this stream. And they have it where you can play people online. I'm going to tell you, we're going to have another separate podcast sometime talking about online play and the joys and pitfalls of it. But one of the things they have is, is you know, experience points. They have rankings. You know, if you go on Street Fighter 4 right now and you pull up a character, I can look and say, oh, look, I'm a top 300 DJ player in on PlayStation, whatever. That's kind of motivating. Uh, but trying to get to that next checkpoint, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like I hit X amount of BP. Oh, I want to see if I can fight my way uh, to the next level or fight my way to another thousand BP or whatever. It's it's like a it's an immediate ever after each match. It's an immediate feedback for you are at this level. You were, your BP was lower than this guy's. Then you beat him. You took all of his points. It's an immediate re- like reward. It's like a currency for being good at the game. That's exactly why they put it in there uh, so that you can strive to do that. Now, playing online is not the be-all, end-all of fighting games. Where it's at is the scene because you know you actually know people. But, but it, it can be a motivating factor. So for me, if, I, if I've taken a layoff on the game for a while, I jump back in there. I, I hop online and because my skills have diminished, they'll immediately... It'll immediately show by how many times I get bodied and lose a bunch of points. Well, after you know, I wipe the salt out of my eyes, I pick up the sticks, and I battle my way back to where I was. And then I try to you know, get past that point. So that, that's, that's a motivating factor to, to be good and tighten your skills and, and, and think of new strategies and all. Now, we'll get to the pitfalls of playing online in another podcast. But playing the online mode itself... It can be very mo- uh, a very motivating factor to keep playing. Yeah, and what Dreddit was saying beautifully segues into what I want to say. Staying motivated, set goals. Set goals for where you want to get. Now, it's not like working out where you can say, I'm going to bench this much or I'm going to press this much. You can't really do that with a fighting game by yourself. 
you can say to yourself, I'm going to hit a combo of this many hits, or you can watch a YouTube video and say, I'm going to learn that specific tech. But because we have the magic of online, because we have scenes, you can say, today I'm going to go to my local wherever, wherever people play fighting games, if you're lucky enough to have something like that, and say, I'm going to beat the guy, the best guy there by the end of the month or whatever, or I'm going to get around on this guy. Or you can go online and say, I'm going to get this many battle points. For Dryden and I, we play tag team Street Fighter Cross Tekken. So when I am around, and I'm you know, in the United States of America, I like to say, hey, 200 more points and we'll be at this level. So we'll go and we'll grind it out for the time that I'm home for that 200 points. So we might get that in a couple nights. It's like, okay, well, we made it that far. So let's try, to, let's try to get up to this many points while maintaining our percentage. So those are, those are goals that we set to keep us playing. Keep in mind, your goals can also diminish your motivation. Set realistic goals. I can't tell you what, you, what are going to be realistic for you, but I can say that if your goal is to be like, I'm going to make A plus by the end of the week, I, I mean, good luck. You might be able to do it. I'm not going to say that you're not that good, but maybe tone it down a bit or something like that. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to get a five-win streak today. Like, okay, go out there and give it a shot. Now, if you don't reach your goals, it might kill your motivation a bit. But like I said before, some of this is going to have to be your own self-discipline. You're not always going to yeah. be motivated all the time. So it depends on how important it is to you. Yeah, and that dedication is going to show in the training room. It's not just... Like, you don't really need motivation to play the game. The game is, you know, if you're winning, the game is fun. It's when you're, it's when you're starting to lose, you're going to need that dedication to go back in the training room to tighten up your, your tech, to tighten up your combos, to work out the, your defense and get better. I mean, I think that's fun, but, you know, it could be frustrating when you want to just beat people and get Ws. No, you have to go into the training room first, and that's where it's really going to pay off. So you need motivation and dedication to spend a, a good amount of time sitting there practicing your, you know, your combos and, and practice and spending time in the training room. Other modes, however, in the game can be equally as motivating. Um, something to change up the pace, you know, instead of just training and then fighting and training and fighting. Uh, there's other modes in the game that could be really fun, like trial mode. If you're playing, say, Street Fighter Four or like Tekken, go into the ch- the challenge mode and try to beat all 24 challenges. Or if you're in Tekken, go to your training mode and then look up those 10-hit combos. So, like, memorize those. Or, like, when they give you those sample combos, those crazy juggles, go through each one of them until you've done it. You know, a couple times. Say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit this juggle three times in a row. You know, and then work on it until you get it. That's kind of, like, fun. It's like a challenge. It's like in a, a goal. But, you know, you can use that specific mode to, uh, to kind of give you that extra motivation to say, I went in there and I got all those challenges done. Or I went in there and I can do all of these combos first try. You know, that's another way of staying motivated. And, you know, of course, you get to practice practice your combos. So that's a lot of fun. In games like King of Fighters or Mortal Kombat or Blaze Blue, games that have a lot of really cool single-player options where it's like the story mode, save the story mode for when you, you know, you're kind of getting tired of the game and you want to get a switch up, then play the story mode. Don't just take it out the box and play it. Because then that's over with. Learn learn how to play the game first. Play around with the different modes. Of course, the main mode being versus, but you know the other ones can be fun too and can help you you know stay stay locked in. 
yeah, I enjoy playing fighting games. So that in itself is my motivation. Just playing fighting games, just getting out there, playing new people, that gets me going. Fighting games motivate me, just playing the fighting game. That doesn't work for everybody, obviously. Some people need to be pushed to get that drive to keep playing. Online is good, having network mode, having friends to play with is good. You don't always have that either. Sometimes you just have to stop playing for a little bit and, and grow that drive again. For me, having the new challenges is good because I can host tournaments and stuff and meet new people and play new things, which is a lot of fun. In Mortal Kombat, I think me and Dreaded have said it many times before that we don't really care for that series like we used to. I kind of stopped at 9. Yeah. But having those other modes, like a challenge tower and a really in-depth story mode, is really good for keeping your motivation up for playing a game. Because sometimes you're going to get in a losing streak, and it's nice to just play the computer and be engaged with the story or some challenges that make you do different things, mini-games. They're good. Keep you playing the game. Yeah, of course, and it, it just depends on, on what game you're playing. Also, don't lose sleep over <laughs> losing a few matches. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. It's not, and sometimes it's really hard to get over losing. Sometimes it's really hard to get over losing a lot of BP. I know there was a, a night, actually we have videos of it, a night where Dredd and I played and we lost like seven matches in a row and it was just hard and it was bad, so bad. <laughs> but we came back. We kept playing. We did. We came back. You're not going to win every match. You're not going to have a scene all the time. I know the new challenge is pretty dead right now, but well, out here in Kandahar. You got to find... Your scene, you got to remake it. You got to have that drive to keep it going yourself. So a lot of it is self-discipline. But if it's hard to stay motivated and you're not enjoying what you're doing anymore, then just don't do it. Don't let sleep yeah. over it. Just quit for a bit. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. There are plenty of other hobbies in the world. Fighting games is the one that one of the the many that we enjoy. Yeah. And we hope that uh, this podcast has inspired you to to not throw down the stick. And to, uh, and to pick it up and get back in that training room and go get those W's. Heck yeah. So if you have tips for motivation, just go ahead and drop a message on there in the little message boxes. Or shout out to us on our Facebook page at the New Challengers. And once again... Shout out to all the listeners of this podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank you, all, of, all three of you. We appreciate that. Outside of that, though, speaking of other things doing... As you know, as I've said, the new challenges here in Kandahar hasn't really been as bumping. I actually started doing anime stuff now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so I've uh, been going in and showing. There's a soldier in there, and she's really excited. She just got into anime, so we're watching Bacano together. Oh, Bacano. Yeah, that's so, I like that show. I like it a lot. A lot of really interesting, eccentric characters. Yeah, I like the that it is a period piece set in uh, old-timey America. Yeah. It's very difficult. Very different for an anime. I get that Chicago feel from it. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it's yeah, yeah. It's, I actually learned about Bacano from a podcast, so that's that's funny. Here that's awesome. Here. Yeah, here we everything are. goes full circle. So let's talk to our. We'll probably do another podcast on conventions, but real quick before we sign out here, Onicon, we're going. Onicon. That's Halloween weekend, so from October 29th to November 1st, 
in Galveston, Texas, in the Galveston Convention Center by the San Luis Hotel. Uh, there will be OniCon. It will be a convention, and Angry and I will be there. Yeah, so maybe if this podcast takes off before then, you'll say, I really want to meet those awesome guys. They're so great, and you'll want to come and meet us, and we'd be glad to meet any of you, unless you're weird, in which case, if you're like one of those creepy people that just wants to meet us and like collect our hair, no. That's... Then you can definitely meet us. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I like that you went there with that. No, give us a shout out and, and we'll come we'll come find you. And if you're not going to give us a shout out and you don't like us and you don't think we're awesome and you think you've wasted all your time in this podcast up to this point, you know it wouldn't be wasting your time? Donating to the USO. There you go. United Service Organization. Donate to the USO. Time, money, whatever you got. They do great things. We wouldn't exist without them. So we, I always want to make sure I give them a shout-out in our podcast. So that's all I've got for today, talking about motivation. I know that this subject's not really in-depth like we've been going, but it deserves to be talked about because even some of the greatest players will retire and then come out of retirement. <laughs> Eduardo <coughs> Perez. Eduardo. <coughs> P.R. Balrog. Yeah. So. It happens. It happens to the best of them. Yeah. And you know what? To the best of us. They play a different game or they come back and they're super mega awesome. So I would not Super wanna, mega awesome. I would not want to play a money match I, versus PR Balrog. No, he would take all my money. No. Uh, I cannot wait until the next uh, stateside Capcom Pro Tour uh, premier event, which I think is going to be NorCal, which is going to be sometime in September. I'll have to double check, but that's going to be a great stream. So check out the Capcom Pro Tour. And, you know, see when you can get on Twitch and, and stream the next the next big thing. Awesome. Yes, Capcom Pro Tour is going to be fantastic. Hopefully, uh, when I go to the Capcom panel at New York Comic Con, if they have one, which they probably will, I'm going to get to see more of that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. My money is on an evil genius guy taking it. Oh, definitely. We're going to see Momochi up there probably. He's been winning everything. Momochi is just so, what's the word? Just so dominant. He, yeah. So completely dominant. He's completely dominant, and his name sounds like some type of delicious dessert food. It does. It, it sounds like it's filled with bananas or yeah, chocolate. Yeah, it probably has, like, bananas. Maybe chocolate and bananas in there. With, like, a green tea icing, you know. Yeah, um, like like something. a like a puff pastry kind of deal. Yeah, a momochi. Yeah. I should make those. Wait, is that actually a thing? Are we actually talking about a thing right now? We should. We just make Someone them. needs to get on this. Yeah, we, we definitely need it, to get on it, this. It should... It should definitely come in Choco Blanca flavor. Actually, Momochi is already a thing, and it's exactly what we were saying it was. Well, now I'm hungry. Yeah, so let's sign off. We need to end this podcast. Well, until the next challenge. Until the next challenge, thank you for joining us. Peace.